that of course was Fantasy by Earth, Wind and Fire and you can blame ODN for that piece of music it was his idea (laughs) (laughs) just a suggestion (laughs) it was his idea and we went with it this is the kind of shenanigans that happens when the boss isn't in the house Chief I'm talking about you son now SJ um, you're also uh, as it turns out our resident uh, dream team fantasy football super coach you're you're, you're our resident expert in these matters Um, Uh, yeah something like that so I I mean I I know I pick a team and I I said this to you when I was uh, asking you to come on board but I I pick my team at the start of the year and that's it I don't change it it's 90% Carlton people and (laughs) You know, I, I I am the laziest dream team, you know, super coach person ever. So, how 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 do you do it? Right. Oh well, I'll just I guess I you know since this is our first segment, I'll, I'll run you through a little bit of the background. Um, basically, I've been playing since two thousand and six. I think it was the first super coach season, and before that, I I took dream team a bit less seriously. I really had no idea what I was doing. And then uh, come 2007 um, was the first year I took Supercoach seriously when I, I stumbled onto the Supercoach board on uh, at Big Footy. And there was actually a lot of method to the madness. And back then, the information that was out on the internet or available to, you know, to study, if you want to use that word, or um, just get across, there weren't very many sources at all. There was maybe one website, and Big Footy was really a great source, so... I learned sort of the tricks of the trade that way. And that year in 2007, I came in top 300. Um, so I play for overall ranking, whereas some other players might play for, you know, to beat their, their mates in a grand final in the league. Um, so since then, um, across big footy, we've put together a, a super coach elite group. And that's a sub form that we have, which sort of um, tries to lead the way, I guess, a bit from the big footy, big footy perspective. And we've got 36 coaches in there, two leagues worth, um, of some hand-chosen great players. Um, and this year we've got, I think we've got the league leading in Supercoach, we've got first place in Sportsbet, first place in Centibet, and coming second in Sportal. So we're doing quite well as a league this year. Um, but basically, the whole concept of the game is to you get your best players on the field um, as quick as possible. And you do that by making money because that buys you players. And you can only make money by really getting players who are going to appreciate in value and then trading them down at the best time to another player who will appreciate in value and using that cash to buy a good player. So that's really the basic concept behind it. Now, it's not as easy as that because there's injuries that affect your season, poor performance. And now there are so many resources, resources out there with um, tens and tens of blog sites all offering the same sort of cheat sheet type formulas and that sort of thing that um, you really almost have to take a punt or take calculated risks to beat everyone else because groupthink happens and everyone ends up picking the same teams really. So it's, although it's somewhat easier to be good, everyone's good so it's hard to sort of stand out amongst the rest. Okay, so who, um, who like, I assume there's a trade period that's open at the moment? Yeah, so every week from week to week, um, basically from the end of the final game of the round to the start of the next week of the round, yep. um, in all competitions, Dream Team, Supercoach and the minor ones, um, you can trade at any time. Uh, and generally, uh, you can do up to two trades this week. 
So who are the who are the big movers? Like who would the big movers be this week? Well, I, I thought I'd concentrate on the, on the defensive line this week, and I've, I've called this little segment the Department of Defence because defence the defensive positions have been very interesting this year, and um, there's been a fair bit of carnage over the past couple of weeks in the back line too. So some popular. I was going to say. It- Interesting's a uh, interesting word. It's been absolutely chaotic in the back line this year with the amount of injuries. Yeah, in the back line? Yeah. Yeah, who have you lost? Uh, where to start? Um, obviously, everybody's got Vlorston and Goods out last week. Yeah. Um, at one stage, I had Scotland. I had him for an entire week and then decided that he was no good. Um, uh, as with everybody, I had Hartlett. Um, had Birchall, yeah, yeah Birchall's gone. gone. Uh, yeah. I had Charlie Dixon, had Charlie Dixon at one stage, so I haven't seen him for months. Yeah, it's been it's been a very it's been a big year of transition in the back line. You, generally, you've got your sort of six or eight players who you can go to, and you know they're going to pump out your ninety five averages or so. But this year, I mean, even in the past couple of weeks, we've lost Birchall, Shannon Hearn's gone down, Paul Duffield's gone down. Uh, Bo Waters has been in and out and just down on form. And then, as you said, we've lost Vloston, Brett Goods, and uh, Thurlow for the Cats, who was a rookie. So, I mean, some, some people's back lines could be completely wiped. Um, and then in terms of the top players in the back line, and I'll talk from a super coach point of view here, you've got Gibbs, Goddard, and Shaw, who basically every team will have, and they're the three best by a mile. And after that, we've got new blood. And it might surprise some people to know that uh, Garrick Ibbotson's the fourth best defender in Supercoach this year. Um, he He's having a, a season where he's scoring 31 points per game more than last year. And then players like Robert Murphy, Harry Taylor, ran out the top sort of six or so. And then the Essendon boys and Hibbert and Heppel are, are there. And it just means that one of the principles that most Supercoaches or Dream Teamers use is go to the proven gun players. So... You know, someone might be scoring well, but if they've only been doing it for two two months, then, you know, it's probably a waste of your trade. But if you go to someone who's done it over years and years, you're more certain that you're going to be getting a good player in. So with these uh, transition sort of players, and most of them in the top 10 this year in the back line are, are now um, new to that position, it's really throwing a bit of uncertainty. And combined with the injuries you spoke about, it's, uh, it's a difficult position if you've got some injuries back there at the moment. All right. So... Who are? I guess I'm not really sure where to go from here because I know nothing about Supercoach. I know. I, yeah, I, so basically, okay. at, at this point of year, you we're we're 14 rounds down. So I'd say that most people in the Supercoach game would be from their 30 trades at the start of the year. They'll be down to maybe six, ten trades remaining um, if they've used their trades correctly. And I sort of liken it a bit to the to the city to Hobart. Uh, yacht race, if, if you know if you know that metaphor, um, you, you use a lot of effort and energy selecting your first side before the start, and also a lot of effort and energy in the first sort of half of the season, um, getting everything together. You know, as they tr- the yachts try and get out of their heads, but as soon as they've got their team set, um, you should be really putting the spinnaker up and letting your team do the work. So hopefully by now, with six to trade six to ten trades up your sleeve. You might have maybe 22 good players on the field and a few backups on the bench. And then with those backup trades, you just replace the injured players as, as they come um, and not bother too much about bringing new players in or sideways trading because that's really a waste of your trades. So 
um, yeah, it's sort of a management issue now if you set your team up correctly. Griff, you were saying something? I was just going to say, there seems to be, a lot, I think a lot of people will be doing their final upgrades this week. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what do you think about the rookie options in, uh, you got Melbourne's Clisby in the back line, and you've got Essendon's Danaher, if he's named in the forward line. Do you think they're worth chasing as reserve bench players, or do you think you, there are better options out there? Yeah, I mean, one of the issues here is, of course, that there aren't many options come this time of the year because generally if you're a good youngster, you probably debuted by now. So you're right, it's a pretty scarce scarce market for rookies. Um, I would go Clisby. I think he's, he's I think the cheapest possible price at 96000 um, He's now playing under a new coach. He's got two games under the new coach straight away. He's a mature age player. I think he's 23. And he's averaging 66 points a game. So... You can trade him down a Boston or a, a Brett Goods who might be about 400000 pocket 300000 get a player on your bench who hopefully you don't have to use and he'll sit there for the rest of the year and then use that 300000 to go elsewhere. Um, Joe Danaher, look, let's just wait and see if he gets named. He may not get named this week. He may not get named for the rest of the year. Um, so I'd put him second. And uh, the other option, of course, is maybe throwing a staker who's got the the defensive forward characteristics back to the back line and then bringing Joe Danaher in the forward line, um, if that helps you in your back line. All right. ODN, um, you've been pretty quiet during this Dream Team discussion. What's uh, What are you thinking, Matt? As far as this goes, I'm, I'm thinking nothing at all, mate. I've, I've, never, <laughs> I've never participated. Um, I'm bad enough just getting football tips in, you know, yeah. let alone... Um, let alone uh, coming up with a team and a strategy for, yeah. for something like this, but uh, more power to you. I have the same problem. What if you, So, assuming we're all new here, and this is very late in the season to be doing this kind of thing, I know, but uh, what, 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 uh, what do you think of the Supercoach show in terms of its advice, in terms of its, of its overall programming? I mean, do you on, watch it? On Fox footy? Yeah. Uh, I think it's very ordinary. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch it. Uh, basically, it's, you know, three ex-footballers and a couple of journalists who have some idea about the Herald Sun um, and some idea about how to play, talking a lot of rubbish. Um, but, you know, it depends what you're in it for. A lot of people are in it just to play with their mates and make a couple of trades and have bragging rights on a Monday morning. So, you know, if you're in it for that, good on you. Um, but I think if for the serious player out there, and you would be surprised how many serious players are out there. I would say there'd be ten to twenty thousand now, just yep. going on the quality of plays in the top ten to twenty thousand teams each year. Um, there are a number of sort of blog sites, along with you know the big footy boards, that tell you everything you need to know, and just using your brain a little bit more than than, than copying what um, you know Brad Johnson says on the Supercoach show probably will get you a little bit further. But, yeah, for some light entertainment, it, it fits the purpose. So I, I guess um, what we're not trying to do here is we're not trying to say, pick this, pick this, pick this. This is more of just a guide as to, you know, yeah, what what can be done, what other people are doing. Yeah. Um, the, no, no one here is a, a greater expert than, you know, anyone else, really. Uh, it's just that, you know, we, we're lucky to have here, you know, the man who won Supercoach in 2009... Uh, top, I came 12. Oh, came 12. 12, sorry. But uh, I got well very close. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, in, in my leagues, in the Supercoach Elite League on Big Footy, there are, I think, three past winners. So we've got them covered. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's amazing the difference that 
even one season can have. So they might come first one season, and then if something doesn't go your way, the next season you might come in the top, say, 20,000. Um, but then there are other players who are just up there every year, top 100, top 100. And uh, I'm not quite as consistent as that, but I like to think that if you go by the process and make every trade sort of a real um, a value-add sort of exercise to your team, then you're going to end up uh, quite high up the, up the rankings. And currently I'm in 1900th, I think. So I'm sort of going okay and trying to just crack that top 1,000 this year. Oh, so... And, uh, it, oh, I was just going to quickly ch- no, chime in. Uh, it's worth people at home uh, listening in or in their car or wherever they are, uh, it's definitely worth them signing up and having a go because there is week, there is a weekly prize if you can somehow manage to luck out and get the players who happen to hit form all in one week. Um, and it gives you an idea of, you know, if you want to play next season, you do actually have that option of uh, a little bit of a season in which you've played with the trading system and that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So you, you mentioned blog sites and websites and various other things earlier. Um, if, you, if you're looking for advice... I mean, where sh- like, if you're looking for advice on Supercoach, where, where should you go? Probably the big footy dream team and Supercoach boards. Yep. Um, just Good because man. I know Chief will be listening to this podcast later. You'll be getting the double uh, thumbs but up apart from that, I'll, look, I'll say good day to, to one particular blog site because they're sort of the granddaddy of, of, of the industry and that's our dreamteamtalk.com and you've probably heard of them or come across them or something and there's these three or four blokes, I think from Tassie, um, they kicked off a site about five or six years ago, and you know now they write articles for the Dream Team website, and um, they do they do a good job promoting the game. So um, there are a lot of copycats out there, and some of them are just as good. But they were, they were the people that sort of really kicked off, I guess, the, the taking it seriously aspect. And uh, I remember when I was first googling how to play properly or trying to figure out what to do, that was the one website I found, and now they're sort of the most popular out there. All right. Well, thanks very much for that, uh, SJ and Griff, for your input there, and ODN for sitting there quietly and not really saying much at all. Um, no problem. <laughs> oh, look, I, I was completely lost during most of it as well. I'm Again, like I said in the intro, know nothing about Supercoach. It's uh, not something I've really been able to commit my, my spare time to, and I have a lot of spare time. It's just <laughs> I, I lack the concentration for it. But thank you very much, SJ, for your uh, input into that. And no it's, it's worth noting that um, this this particular segment will most likely come out as a, a Big Footy Podcast Extra segment this week, so it'll be separate to the main podcast, yep. and uh, w- with a view to perhaps turning this into a more regular uh, thing as time permits. But uh, most informative, thank you very much for coming in. No problems.